0: is the official podcast of Burgundy Blog on the Redskins for the Truth. Hey, it's Brent. This short episode of the blogcast is going to be about the Redskins possibly having a defense that is both young and good. <laughs> The Redskins' defense was absolutely outstanding in Week 3 against a very good Raiders offense. They held the Raiders to under 100 yards until the most garbagey of garbage time at the very end of the game. It was an absolutely dominating, suffocating performance by the Redskins' defense that few people were expecting. This turn of events caused me and many others to ask ourselves the question, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Is the Redskins' defense actually good? And I mean good. I'm not saying is it passable because, yeah, I think that's actually enough to already say that there's a very high likelihood that this defense is going to be acceptable, at least for the rest of this year. But seriously, is the Redskins defense good? Is this possibly a top 10 unit or one that will be worth uh, trying to keep together in its entirety to the extent that's possible for several years? And the answer to that question whether or not this defense is actually good will take at least a few more games, maybe a month or more, to really answer. But I thought it might be an instructive or at least interesting hypothetical to sort of consider or assume up front that yes, this defense is going to turn out to be good and yes, by the end of the year, we're going to want to keep it together. And under that assumption, look at which guys on this team are young and have a lot of years left in their prime ahead of them, I kind of arbitrarily chose the age of 27. Current defenders who are 27 or younger, I wanted to see how many of them the Redskins have who are very good and potential multi-year starters going forward. I also wanted to consider, of course, how many years left each one of these guys is under contract with the Redskins. And I think you'll agree that the results are pretty encouraging because there are a bunch of them and they exist at all three levels of the defense. And by the way, I'm doing this pretty conservatively. In other words, I'm actually not even going to include guys who I think could potentially be future long-term contributors like Anthony Lanier and maybe Martrell Spade and a guy like Quentin Dunbar who are very young and have years remaining. I limited this to guys who I think have shown enough last year and or this year to make me think that they are likely to be pretty big-time contributors, in other words, starters or primary players. Bumpers, So starting off with the defensive line, I've got two guys who are very young and who have more than one year remaining. Number one is the recent first-round draft pick, Jonathan Allen. I don't think we need to spend much time on him because everybody knows his ceiling is extremely high. In his first three games as a pro, he has looked completely legitimate. And assuming that his shoulders hold up, which I have reason to believe they will, I think he's going to be a potential star, and if not, at least a long-term very good player. After this year, he's got three additional seasons under contract, plus his fifth-year option, so he's going to be here for a while, and he'll be a cornerstone. The other guy, and this is uh, a really key, interesting development for the 2017 season, is Matt Ioannidis, who was a rookie last year and looked totally like just a guy. He is 23 years old. After this year, he's got one additional season plus another season of being a restricted free agent. So it's likely that Ioannidis can be around for three more years, including this year, and even then he'll only be 26. He looks really good this year. He looks pretty much as good as Jonathan Allen does. Uh, That really came out of nowhere. He's bigger, stronger, faster, according to all the preseason puff pieces, but they sure seem to have come to legitimate fruition because he's making a lot of plays. So that's two defensive linemen that fit my criteria. Let's move to the linebackers. First, I'll throw out there Zach Brown, who looks like an absolute demon so far through three games as a Redskin. Uh, This is kind of an asterisk for two reasons. Number one, he's 27, so he just barely makes my age cut off. Number two, he, of course, signed a one-year contract, so he does not have any additional years of uh, Redskins control after this year. But I would say that he has been such a difference maker. I am certainly hoping that they make an effort to re-sign him either during or after the season. In any case, he's a young guy who looks great. I'd love to see him stick around. Uh, Ryan Anderson, the rookie, is only 23. He is brand new, so after this year, he's got three years left. I think he counts as a starter or starter quality type guy, at least in my estimation slash projection right now. It'll be interesting to see how he fits in because Kerrigan's only 29. He'll be a Redskins a Redskin for a while longer. And Preston Smith, who's my next linebacker on this list, is only 24. So if he sticks around, you know, I'm not sure exactly where Ryan Anderson fits, but I know that they like to, as many teams do, rotate outside linebackers and play a lot to keep them fresh. I think Anderson looks like a keeper. Um, He hasn't exactly flashed a ton of dominant pass rushing skills at this point, but he sets a fierce edge. And I think as a result, is very likely to have a long career as a starter, whether it's here or elsewhere. So that's two. And then again, Preston Smith, I said, is 24. After this year, he will be a Redskin for sure for one more year. Um, He has really come on so far this year and recaptured the form he showed at the end of his rookie year. He's looking like a guy the Redskins are probably going to make an effort to keep in the fold. So there you have three linebackers, Zach Brown, but then uh, for sure uh, Anderson, who's 23, and Preston Smith, who is 24, uh, more young key cornerstone-type pieces of this defense at the second level. Lastly, let's do defensive backs because, boy, this group is shaping up to be a pretty exciting one. First of all I'll throw out Breland and then again much like Zach Brown I mentioned him first and with sort of an asterisk because although he is 25 and still quite young with many good years remaining he is in the last year of his contract as a Redskin so there's certainly no guarantee that he'll stick around and a couple of the guys to follow him on my list could potentially push him out of a job if he becomes too expensive but Boy, after a down year in 2016, Breland looks awesome this year. I'd say he's been almost as good as Norman, and again, he is only 25. But even if Bashad Breland prices himself out, I've got two corners and two safeties still to come on this list, which is what I think is so encouraging. Kendall Fuller is having an awesome second year so far as a pro. He is only 22 and after this year has two more years remaining as a Redskin. And the rookie Fabian Moreau has not seen a ton of action from scrimmage as a defender but looks awesome as a special teamer and really showed a lot in the preseason. I think it's highly likely that he's going to develop into at a bare minimum a passable starting corner. He's only 23 and has three years left after this year on his contract. At safety, which I don't think I need to spend much time reminding Redskins fans has been an absolute black hole for the Redskins since Sean Taylor's tragic demise. But DJ Swearinger, the free agent addition, is only 26 and has two more years as a Redskin for sure. He has been pretty much as advertised so far through three games. And then one of, if not the most pleasant surprise on the entire roster is rookie Monte Nicholson, who is a spring chicken at 21 years of age and has three years remaining as a Redskin after this year by virtue of his being a fourth round rookie. Nicholson has been, in my opinion, absolutely scintillating as an early rookie so far, both in terms of coverage, in terms of range, and in terms of even playing the run. Gruden has been effusive in his praise of Nicholson over the last week or two, and I think there's a really good chance that he and Swearinger can be a fairly long-term or at least medium-term combination at safety that can be something more than just a band-aid for sure so that's my list but if you go back through I've um, included two defensive linemen three linebackers and five defensive backs that's 10 players 27 or younger that are current Redskins who I think could legitimately be good to very good or even better uh, starters on the defensive side of the ball alone granted one of them is Zach Brown and one is Bashad Breeland both of those guys are unrestricted free agents at the end of this season but even if they both leave or if, if only one stays, I think you know, we're starting to build a case here that the Redskins have a potentially legitimate nucleus of good young players to take this defense to the next level for the next few years. Especially in the secondary, which has been such a problem for such a long time. And again, there were eight guys on that list who will certainly be Redskins at least through next year and seven at least through the year after that, if you assume Ionidas gets re-signed as a restricted free agent seven very promising defenders who are 26 or younger who will be redskins for this year the following year and the year after that almost for sure not too shabby burgundy blogcast is the official podcast of burgundy blog on the redskins for the truth